0: Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries Radio Show. Today our host, Don Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities, and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Don Marie. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Life's Necessities and Luxuries. I'm your host, Dawn Marie Mutel, and today I'm going to cover a few things that I found can really, really steal your happiness and make for a crappy day. So we have a few things to cover, and I want to make sure I get them all to you in this short time we have together. So let me just get started, okay? How do you feel about stress? Do you feel that you don't have any stress in your life and you're one of the lucky few? Or do you feel that one more thing laid on top of your plate is going to make you like crumble like a piece of falling brick off of a building and it's just going to collapse? Well, if you're the latter, I hear you, sister, because I know I have a lot on my plate and it sucks when you're feeling really stressed out. And what do we know about stress? It's like the number one killer, right? So we have to find ways on how we can curb the stress We may still have a stressful life, but we may not need to be stressed out about it, right? So what are some things that you can do to quickly remove stress from your life? Here's a couple things that I like to do. When I'm feeling super, super stressed, I like to go for a long swim and a workout in the pool or a workout in the gym or go for a long walk. Usually, I like to be in nature because I find that it helps with the breathing, getting the fresh air in your lungs listening to nature and looking at the beautiful things as you pass wherever your walk is, it immediately calm you down and take you to that state of gratification. Because when we're stressed out, we definitely don't want to forget about being grateful for the things that we have in our lives because it's easy to forget all the good that we have in our lives when we feel like, you know, we're like that pressure point where we just can't take it anymore and we're about to blow. Another great thing is just being able to soak in a body of water. So if you have access to a bathtub that you can soak in, or even if it's just a warm shower that you add a few drops of eucalyptus oil in there, just to make you feel like you're in this spa environment, which can immediately drop your stress level down a few notches. But if you do have a bathtub, I suggest, highly, highly suggest getting a soak in there, adding some Epsom salts, some nice scented oils, light up some candles, have a nice tall glass of water with some fruit in it or whatever your favorite drink of beverage of choice is. And just try to relax, put on a mask, put cucumbers over your eyes so that you could just sit back, put a pillow behind your head. I bought one of those pillows for the bathtub. They're just great. And I found it at a Dollar Tree, I think, for a buck. So I grabbed a few of them. You blow it up, you stick it behind you, and you can just relax and let some of that stress soak away in the bubbles and enjoy the time alone. Speaking of time alone, that's another great way to de-stress, I find, is if you just stay away from people for a little bit. You might just need an hour to yourself to regain that feeling that you can just keep going on with the day because when we get too much on our plates or there's just too much happening around us, if we're not careful, we take out our bad moods on the ones that are closest to us, which is usually the ones that we love the most, which is usually our family and friends that are closest to us, right? Right. You ever notice you're in a pissy mood, you're going to get into a fight with your loved one, your husband, your wife, or what have you, because you're stressed out, right? And they're the first person in the line of fire. So to keep your relationships growing stronger, you may want to think of other ways. Maybe you just need to say, you know what, I got to go take a drive for five minutes. And you just go take a drive to the store, which is local. Just go down the block, go in the store, you look around, pick up a few fashion magazines, flip through them or your favorite topic magazine. And just kind of forget about what you were dealing with for that moment. Because as soon as you can flip the switch in your brain from overload to, wow, I'm feeling really nice right now, and this is great, and I can take on the world again, you got to find those little ways in there to just nip it in the bud and try to stay on top of it. Because if you don't, A, the stress is going to remain in your body, and it's going to stress out all of your organs, and it's going to you know, create things like high blood pressure or heart disease, and cancer and all these different illnesses because stress does this to the body but if we handle it correctly maybe we can avoid some of that i'm not saying we can never get ill because you know anything can happen in a moment's notice and it's not just just for that moment i mean things happen to our bodies because of stuff that goes on for years and years and wow okay my my diet was really crappy for the last 30 years and why am i not losing the pounds that I want to lose. Well, because for 30 years, we ate horribly. And so now we have to figure out how to change that. And it's not going to happen overnight. And I think that's what happens when people think that it's going to just happen in a couple of weeks, and it's going to change and things are going to be miraculously better. But no, that's not how it works out. All of these things are long term. But if you start working on them a little bit at a time every day, In five, six months from now or a year from now, you're going to see some major differences that you may not see right away happening, but they are working in your favor. And then all of a sudden you look around and say, huh, you know what? I'm not craving this whatever anymore because I kind of kicked that habit. And that's a beautiful thing. All right. So we know that stress is one of the things that's going to steal your happiness and make you for an unhappy person. So the next thing I find is, is having chaotic environments to live in or very um, clutter a lot of disorder and things that are going to steal your happiness like when you come home from work do you find that your apartment and your home is just looks like a tornado hit it everything is all over the place there's piles of this and piles of that everywhere and you're like crap how am i going to get this done have no fear it can be done You just need to breathe through it, okay, and then make a little list of the things that you see that you want cleaned up. So if you know that your living room is a mess because you have stacks of papers, newspapers, bills, magazines, kids' toys are all over the place, whatever it is, okay, so maybe you set your timer on your clock for 10 minutes, and you just do a quick, as I like to call it, a throw-by, and you just get a basket, start putting the shit in there. And the next thing you know, in 10 minutes, it's done. And like, wow, I could see the floor again. Who would have thunk it, right? But you can do a lot in 10 minutes, and five minutes. Just keep doing that. Set the timer, work on it for 10 minutes, stop when it goes off and go about your business. Because then you're going to say, you know what? If you do this every day for a week, that living room is going to get cleaned up and you're not going to feel like, oh my God, I just spent 12 hours cleaning up this room and this house, <laughs> right? No, because now you just spent 40 minutes over four days time and it got done. And sometimes it can get done a lot quicker if you're fast. And that's why I like to work fast because I want to get things done so I can move on to the next thing. But having a neat, clean, well running machine, which I call your home, is a great way to live because you're going to feel so much less stressed out. One of my biggest problems is paper and clothing. Being a fashion stylist, I've always wanted to wear the, you know, the latest fashions and stay on trend and all that good stuff. And of course, I don't pay retail. I've always found things, you know, for <laughs> below retail. Like, for instance, I just picked up like 12 bathing suits, which would have normally cost 400 and something dollars. And I think I got it for like $95. So that is just something that I've learned to do over the years. That have helped me out. Even the household cleaning, right? Because you got to buy this and the Brillo and the dish detergent and the dishwasher detergents and all these things. They cost a ton of money when you go to a supermarket and you see $11 for freaking laundry detergent. Like what the hay is going on around here? Something's not right here. Anyway, don't let me get on that tangent. But we're going to move on. (laughs) So I use the Dollar Tree stores because they've been just wonderful. I could pick up Brillo, which is the name Brillo, which is what I used in New York before I moved to Florida. I found Cascade Little Pods, a four-pack for a dollar. I'll get that rather than spend $7. And I'll get the cheaper one. For the 10-pod pack, that's a dollar because I know sometimes the dishes that I put in there are not that dirty, so I don't need a heavy-duty cleaner, whereas when I'm doing the stuff with the pans and the pots, then I want that heavy-duty cascade, you know, multi-color packet that's going to do amazing things, right? But they also charge amazing prices to do amazing things. So I just utilize these things because it helps me save money Because I find it's ridiculous to go spend $5 for a Windex when you can get the same blue stuff that works just as well as Windex for a dollar at the Dollar Tree store. Number three is when you waste your time doing things that didn't need to get done. Okay, prioritizing is key here because if you can prioritize the things that are most important to you that are going to help you move in the direction you're looking to go the quickest and most effective way, then that's the way you're going to be doing stuff and not wasting time. Did you ever notice you get on the Internet? Maybe you want to check your friend's Facebook page because something's going on there. And next thing you know, you go in here, then you're there, then you go here, then you go there. And three hours just went by. Has that ever happened to you? Well, that's why I try to stay away from the computer and I only work on the things I need to work on on the computer. I try not to get onto my social media channels except for when I'm posting. I may take five minutes to look around and see what's going on and then I'm sure to jump off because if I don't, it's like that black hole. Your time just gets sucked into it and you don't know how it happened. And this is the same thing that can happen with Watching television. In my upcoming book, 151 Secrets to Master This Thing Called Life, I have a secret in there, and it's about watching too much television. I worked four jobs and go to school two nights a week, and it was just insane. And the last thing I wanted to do was really to waste my time watching television, which wasn't going to benefit me or my happiness. So what can you do to cut back on the boob tube, right? I'm not saying TV is bad because I've learned a lot of great things and a lot of great culinary skills from watching the Food Network, and that has been amazing. If it's educational, then I find that watching TV is not so bad. But when it's just watching, you know, another episode of The Housewives, well, they're not going to make you rich, and they are not going to pay your bills. So... You may be thinking, hmm, let me start to think about some other ways that I could do something with my time that's going to benefit my life. Maybe you want to go back to school, but you're saying, you know what, I don't have the time to go back to school. Well, yeah, you do. If you stop watching a few episodes of TV, there goes your class for the night, right? So when you put it into perspective and you really, really look at it, not from what you kind of like to do, but more of the things that you kind of have to do. And watching TV is kind of another habit that we have where we get set in our ways. Because think about it, anything that you do for 21 days or more becomes a habit, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. So remember that. If you want to break it, the same thing. You just keep implementing that positive thing for 21 days and it will kill that bad habit whatever that might be. All right. So let's cut out anything that's wasting your time and your energy. Okay. Number four is when you worry about other people's problems to the point where you get lost in them so much that your life kind of falls off the wagon and it goes off the deep end because you're not paying attention to your life. You're only concerned about their problems. I'm going to give you a for instance. I had a very toxic long-term relationship with a man, and I'm going to not name his name, but for those who know me, they know who he is his life became my life i totally stopped don marie's life and basically just worked on his life and his family's problems And his issues and his fears and his insecurities and what have you. And after a while, it hit me that like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this because I said I would never let that happen. And here it was happening to me. And I had lost control over my life. It was spinning out of control. I didn't have things that I had in my life before where I used to travel a lot before I met him. I stopped traveling. I used to go out with my friends a lot more often. I stopped seeing my friends. I stopped working out the way I was working out. I stopped working on my business. He was going through this really horrendous divorce. It was going on for three years of our lives. And I never got married because I didn't want to go through a divorce. And yet here I was going through somebody else's nasty divorce. And I totally got pulled into it because their lawyers knew that I was capable of doing spreadsheets and figuring out how much money that he had to put in for this and that and the other thing because he had the kids, the wife left the marital home. It was just a nightmare. So for any of you who may be going through a divorce, I highly suggest talking to a mediator, getting it over, and just putting it behind you and moving forward. Because he lost everything. He basically worked for his whole life and more, okay? And it was just grueling. And I wouldn't want anybody to go through that. So please, if you're in that situation think about how you can get out as quickly as you can get out. He spent over $250,000 in legal fees. He lost his homes and his uh, financial, you know, stocks and 401ks and all that good stuff. Everything got split down the middle, sent over to his ex-wife, which, you know, I'm not going to get into that, but sometimes you just got to cut your losses when you could cut your losses and move on, you know? All right, so Try to stay out of other people's business. Try to, You know, you can always help somebody, but you still have to help them to a certain extent. And then you have to say, okay, they need to start doing the things that they need to do because maybe they're not doing the stuff that they need to do to make a difference in their situation. And you're the only one who's stressing out over it. I remember one time somebody in my family was going through some heavy shit and I just, you know, would work, 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 work to try to help them. Only for them to be sitting down and hanging out and having a good time and not even thinking about it and not even doing the work that was necessary to get out of the situation. And after doing it for so many years, basically, I helped try to help this person. I realized that it was for nothing because I wanted to help them change, but they didn't want to make that change. And if they're not ready to make that change, they never will. And you will get sucked into their disaster and that's a problem. So let's get out of other people's issues and problems. Yes, you can be there to help them. Yes, you can be there to support them. But if you find that they're just talking about something over and over and over again, they're talking it to death and they're not doing a single thing to really make a difference, then jump ship now while you have a chance. Okay? And I think one of the last things that I'm going to cover today is if you're not, let's just say if you're not prepared It can stress you out, right? It can take you into that mode. Like, oh, I didn't do that report and it's due tomorrow. What am I going to do? Okay. That's never a good feeling. That's just not a good way to live. And I know things get in the way sometimes where we can't do the things that we said we were going to do. You can make that nice to-do list and have like 50 things on there that you want to get done that day. But then, you know, there's a fire going on over here and there's a fire going on over there and you get pulled into all these different directions. And then you look at your list at the end of the day and say, crap, nothing got done. Have you been there? I know I, I it happens to me all the time, but I've learned to kind of say, wait a minute. I can actually sense it now when things are starting to pull me away from the things that I'm supposed to do. So I have to sit there and say, "Woo, hold on. I see what's going on here. Let me reel that shit back in so that I can kind of get back on track and keep the peace and be happy and feel like, okay, <laughs> I can get through that stuff. But now I got to get back on board to the things I want to get done. I mean, I'm writing this book, right? And I'm thinking, okay, I got to write the book. I got to edit the book. I have to, um, you know, create graphics and all these different things, the websites and all the stuff that I have to do that's part of this book, which I'm not complaining because I'm really thrilled with it. And I can't wait for you guys to take a listen to it because I think you're going to enjoy it. It's a very unique, one-of-a-kind musical journey that's going to enlighten your life and fill your life with some fun and love and good stuff, because life is about having the good stuff. Yes, we have to deal with all the crap and all the bad things that happen, and I'm not saying that we don't have to deal with it, because we do. You know, I lost both my parents within a five-year span of each other, and that was, that was quite intense. But, you know, you you have to move on, you got to press on and you got to realize like, okay, you know, I love them dearly, and they're always going to be with me. They're now my guardian angels. But I need to get back to my life. Because if I don't, it's going to fall apart. And if it unravels, it's hard to pick up those pieces to get it started again, right? So when I say not being you know, prepared and ready for the day, I'm saying like you have four kids and you know they're going to go to school in the morning and you know that that you need to pack the kids' lunch. You have to get up at a certain time. If you don't get up at that time, you won't be able to do the things you need to do. And then you're going to stress, right? Because you're going to be rushing. And then when you're rushing, what happens? We forget things. We lose things. It just makes for a really unhappy start to the day. So maybe you can make them the night before you go to bed. If you know that you're just going to be making like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, make them the night before put them in their packaging, they're ready to go. All you got to do in the morning, put them in little Johnny's bag and say, okay, have a good day. I love you. Bye-bye. And you're done. Same thing if you know that you have a school report that's due, but they gave you three weeks to do it, or they gave you two weeks to do it. When you get home that day, start on it. Start creating it. Think about how you're going to structure it. Think about the notes on what you need to do so that You can maybe do a little bit each day on it so that at the end of the day, you're not stressing out trying to do it the night before and saying, crap, I got to read this book. I got to do this report. Oh, 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 oh. No, then you don't have to do that. Now you can sit back and say, ha, who's got the last laugh? Because you were on top of your game and you're doing the right things. All right. Well, I think that's enough for the day. So I'm going to leave you with that. If you haven't reserved your copy of the book yet, please go to www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com forward slash book and pre-order your copy today. If you like this episode, please share it and subscribe. There's so much coming down the pike that I really want to stay in touch with you. And the easiest way for me to do that is if I have your email address and I could actually write you and let you know what things are going on, when they're going on, and how you can find the information. I also have some courses that are coming up as well that I think you might enjoy. So it would really behoove you to just go to www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com. Look for the email sign up and just pop in your email address. I will not share it with anybody. And i only love to give you some more valuable information so that you can live the life that you love and that you can be proud of. Remember to live lovingly, peacefully, happily, successfully, necessarily, and luxuriously. Until the next time. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.